Welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? This is a podcast where we discuss the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Let's go! Okay, Ron, we're on to week number 16. Week 15 just went by. What did you think about the past week? It was pretty exciting. Um, Besides, you know, COVID going crazy um, all over, not just the NFL, but every sports league and having some sort of impact with postponements and, um, you know, uh, a lot of reserve players basically playing at this point. Well, we're, we're definitely going to talk about COVID in the top news, but I actually didn't mind having four consecutive days of football because we have football Saturday night, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. We're going to have Wednesday off and then football again on Thursday. I actually, I like this. I think the ultimately if the NFL wanted me to not spend time with my family, they, they get a grade A for effort on my part. You know, it's you would think I would love it. Uh, I didn't really love it though. Um, I honestly, it maybe it's because of the quality of the teams and more so the players that are playing with uh, some of the COVID fo- uh, situation with you know guys being out. But I actually didn't watch a, much of the uh, Monday or Tuesday night games. Um, to be honest with you, um, I you know part part of it was you know I was actually still working. Um, and I was uh, spending some time with the family, too. So I just wasn't interested in some of these, uh, you know, the games on Monday and Tuesday for whatever reason. No, I, I didn't watch all the games. But the fact that it gave me something to look forward to mm-hmm. at night, I was very appreciative. So let's let's do top news right now. Uh, let's talk about COVID. So COVID is back, back in a big way. And it's striking almost every team in the nfl hence all the different schedule cancellations schedules and whatnot so what do you think is going to happen because the playoffs is right around the corner yeah it's i don't know i mean the way things are going i'm just looking at like the other leagues for example um i believe the nhl like postponed everything for a week and they've uh not canceled but they're delaying their their games for a week uh, the NBA has had some issues too. Um, things aren't really looking good. I know the NFL. It, it, you know, it, it was weird because when they, you know, when the list came out, it was quite a few people that were on that list, and they were saying all week last week that they are, they weren't gonna uh, postpone. There were no talks of postponing games, but I think it was Friday that they that they kind of broke the story of, of how some of the games were gonna be had to be postponed. Um, I think they're up against a rock and a hard place at this point. They obviously want, you know, these games to be played. Um, but, and, you know, I don't know if we just went through the worst of it at this point. And, uh, you know, guys will start to come off the list. I know I see, you know, more guys being added to the list. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping, you know, the next, we can get through the rest of the season next, like, three weeks. 
the regular season at least, and definitely we don't want to see this at all uh, having an impact in the playoffs to any of those teams because uh, that would just um, be devastating for the team and kind of ruin things from uh, just a fan perspective. Well, you know, I follow the European football, which is soccer here, and they canceled a whole bunch of games. I mean, and not a big schedule either. They just straight up canceled them. And then in the UK and in uh, uh, Scotland, they're thinking about having no fans at all. Yeah. So they just, I mean, they're taking this new uh, COVID uh, rampage very very serious yeah it's i mean this this variant uh is extremely contagious uh that's why you're we're seeing uh the spreading just explode across not just our country like you said across the entire world um you know in terms of the, the impact on the teams and leagues and stuff i don't know if we're gonna end up going backwards um and start you know preventing fans from showing up to the games i don't see that happening i know some states have have gone back to having like mask mandates and stuff like that and i think a lot of that you know will help and i think eventually honestly um we'll we'll get through this uh because this you know the the the, um the variant is is contagious as heck but if you're vaccinated and again i stress if you're vaccinated especially if you have the booster shot you're not going to have severe uh, symptoms. You may not have any at all, and you're start, certainly not going to be hospitalized. So, um, what we're seeing now, it, you know, and, and it's been the, the truth uh, all throughout COVID is the, the folks that are end up ending up in the hospital uh, are those that are not vaccinated. Um, so, I think you know, you went to a basketball game. They asked for your vaccination card. I think we might see that. We may start to see them asking people to show proof of vaccines if you know if they haven't already done that but you know um i think we'll continue to see at least here in this country uh fans in the stands i think uh, you know it's going to be hard to try to get um the owners to to go backwards on that well that's what i mean i mean this is after all america mm-hmm. and the bottom dollars will speak first and i don't think the owners are gonna just put leave money on the table no because of uh you know because of this new variant so i do i do see the fans and that and them playing football out to the end of the season um they'll they'll set up new protocols they'll set up new testing whatever whatever it takes but they're not you know gonna shut out the fans i think um like you mentioned earlier i think that they might have you show your vaccination card or show that you have a negative test result whatever the case may be but they're definitely not shutting out the fans yeah and then as far as the players they you know made some changes to make it i guess easier for players who've tested uh you know positive in the past to get back on on the field um at the same time it's it's running through the locker rooms um you know some teams having 20 plus players uh coming down with covid um so you know it it will see what happens it's interesting uh it's hitting some teams harder than others uh for sure um and you know you got a lot of teams that are bringing in players from off the street basically to fill in in certain roles yeah i mean uh i was watching the game the washington 
uh, game last night, and that that QB, he was, I guess, he was at home last week uh, uh, bathing his uh, young daughter, and he got a text message. I guess he was getting tons of messages, and they were like, "Hey, by the way, suit up because you're gonna be starting for the Washington." So it's just, you know, every team is under pressure to not only get players but like put out players, basically. Yeah, and it's it's crazy for the teams that are on in that bubble or in that range for making the playoffs to go through this now um, and have to have you know guys that aren't really familiar with the team have to step up. Um, it's unfortunate, you know, for those teams for sure. Uh, but that's the that you know that's the times that we're in now. That's the world that we're living in, and you know it's impacting every team the, the same way. You know, we they you know teams have to take it seriously do whatever it takes to stop the spread um and the, you know again they need to make sure they're sticking to those pro- protocols especially when it comes to wearing masks and stuff and just go even going above that if they need to um just to protect themselves protect them their family members and um and all that good stuff yeah these are def- definitely stranger times that we're living in uh that's gonna be the news for twelve twenty two. 21 all right Ryan. we're gonna talk about our teams and let's start off with the saints versus the buccaneers because the buccaneers were shot out that's incredible what what do you think what i mean before let, let's do the breakdown this this game was a crazy game right it was um it's it's weird uh you know these two teams even before brady um you know we they've always battled each other and it, it, the games have always been competitive um the saints have actually if you look back to the last like two or three years the saints have won seven out of the last nine games uh this is dated back to 2018 so you know for whatever reason they have not just brady's numbers uh but they have the bucks number for whatever reason so this this game in particular, you know, the Bucks couldn't get anything going at all, especially in that first. Well, the entire game they got shut out, but the first half was you know was tough to watch. Um, Brady was just getting killed left and right. Um, you know, for whatever reason, they they didn't run the ball a lot to start with, um, and you know, no, no one was really doing anything for for the Bucks offense. I think their defense played. Pretty well, but the Saints' defense—you know—I got to give them credit. Um, the Bucks' offensive line did not look prepared at all, and um, you know, they—they they went down and, and could never, you know, muster any sort of offense whatsoever the entire game. Yeah, because I mean, when it was six to zero at halftime, I still thought that the Buccaneers had a chance. Because I thought they were gonna make adjustments. Now, uh, what what quarter was Godwin hurt? So Godwin went out. I believe it was the. It might have been in the third. Uh, Evans had gone out too um, with this uh, hamstring, and then Fournette went out on top of that. So it all, you know, they went down one by one by one. Um, but even when they were all playing, they weren't moving the ball at all. Um, it just made it even more, you know, impossible at that point. It went from difficult to impossible 
for them to put up points against the Saint defense the way the the O line was playing. Um, and it's not like the Saints were scoring points no. at will, right? They, no. I mean, two field goals in the first half doesn't speak much for uh, Taysom Hill, right? Yeah, and you know, it's not that he played terrible either. Um, you know, I, I just don't think. I, well, the Bucks defense is that good, um, and they, you know they showed up and they not you know they kept it up the entire game, which I was you know proud of for sure. Um, they didn't give up at any point, um, so it, you know it's not like Taysom Hill did like anything spectacular, um, or they you know ran the ball extremely well. You know they, the Bucks just couldn't do anything offensively, and they let the entire uh, you know game get out of get get to a point where they you know they couldn't score it at all get back in the game now it was the first loss at home for tampa bay so they go to six and one but more importantly i think that drops them to third place in the standings as far as the playoffs is concerned right because now if i look at um their pole position i guess you can say you know would you say that Green Bay is a lock? Oh yeah, Green Bay is a lock. Tampa's a lock. Um, yeah, but I mean Green Bay for the number one seed. Uh, so they are. What is what's their record at this point? So um, I think eleven and three is Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay is eleven and three, uh, but you got Dallas at ten and four. Um, Tampa at ten and four, which I you know I think they're going to be at risk, um, and then the Cardinals also another team that's not playing that well, and the Rams at ten and four. So I don't know you know there's there's what three games left. I I don't think it's a lock necessarily that the Packers uh, win it, um, but they certainly have the uh, advantage advantage at this point over over the other NFC teams. I mean, I like the Green Bay at number one. Dallas at number two. Um, I don't know. Their victories are just not a good against good opponents. So uh, it's kind of a flimsy number two in my estimation. Tampa three. Cardinals are just moving backwards, right? Not long ago, they were number two, and now they're number four. And then the Rams are moving up. Uh they basically have the same record 10 and 4 it's just the in the division is the difference i i don't know i mean let's 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 look at who's tampa playing in the coming weeks right so i know that next week they uh tampa is playing a game on the road they're playing carolina is that a victory or is that going to be a hard one? Because Cam, Cam hasn't looked very good for Carolina. Yeah, and they said you know Cam is starting, but there's they're actually uh, they, there's a report today that Darnold will actually play. So I don't when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Is what the saying is. So um, you know I think even with these injuries, and we really you know we talked a little bit about it, but um, Godwin being out for the season uh evans doesn't look like he's gonna suit up uh, but he might be back at some point in the regular season 
And then Fournette, I think they're shutting him down for the regular season. Um, they just brought Bell in. I don't know, you know, if he's going to contribute anything. I doubt it. Um, even with that being said, a week of practice with these second and third string guys, uh, you know, can can get them prepared for this week. And I feel, think they'll easily bounce back against Carolina. It's the perfect team for them to, to face. I mean, they got Carolina point. twice, and they got the Jets. Mm-hmm. So they play at Carolina, they play at New York, and then they end up with the Panthers. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say best-case scenario, they go they go three wins. They go 13-4. and four. Is that enough for our playoff number one? It could be because I looked at Green Bay. They got the Vikings, um, you know, and the Vikings are one of those teams that you don't always know what you're going to get, uh, but they're certainly capable of uh, beating the Packers. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I think for, sh- for sure they can get that one number one seed. And even if they don't, you know, they'll ha- still have a home game or two, and then they were more than capable than winning, you know, at winning on the road. So. So in your in your summation, can they make it to the Super Bowl? Is this a Super Bowl contender anymore? Because they lost Godwin, Evans, couple of games for near for the rest of the season. Yes, they can, depending on what they have for the playoffs. So if Evans is healthy, Fournette's healthy, um, you know, nothing happens to Gronkowski, and then if if you know Tyler Johnson steps up. Um, uh, Murphy steps up you know some of the other receivers uh, certainly their tight ends they have some you know great uh, you know they, they got some tight ends with Howard as well so they, they, they're you know they're, they're loaded offensively it's just a matter of uh, you know not losing too many more players and then getting a full uh, week of practice this week um with the new guys and getting getting it sick because when i look at the teams at least the top five teams there's really just two teams who i who i would say you know if they play on the road they could win and that would be tampa bay bucks and probably i would say the la Rams are two teams that i think that if they play on the road uh they can actually win and they can actually go on to the championship. If the Green Bay Buccaneers, if the Green Bay Packers get a playoff bye and they're still at home, it's not necessarily a, vi- a victory, right? Because they lost to the Bucks last year at home. No, that, that was in, in Tampa, I believe, was it? Wasn't no, that, that was at Green game. Bay. Second, it was in Green Bay, but yeah. And again, this season, the I believe. Um, the away teams um, are still winning, uh, have a better record than the home teams. At least, you know, a few weeks ago, that was the case. I'm sure it's probably still that way right now. So, like I said, I think all of these teams will be ready um, to to play uh, despite where they're playing. Um, you know, so these are, especially in the NFC, these are really, really uh, good teams. Um that are more than capable of, of making a run in the uh, in the playoffs. In the AFC, it might be a little bit different. You know, where you play might be much more important, I think, uh, in the AFC versus the uh, NFC. Yeah, I mean, they play the Carolina next. So 
what say you? What uh, what's your prediction in that game against Carolina against Cam Newton? Carolina, Carolina defense is not horrible, mm-hmm. but they're not good either. Yeah, they're not horrible, um, and I do think the Bucks are going to win this game. I don't think they'll get to thirty points. Um, I do think that they will fall a little bit short of the spread. A spread, I think, is ten and a half uh, at this point. Um, I'm going Bucks twenty-three, Panthers thirteen. Yeah, I um, I gave them a twenty-eight to seven victory. Um, I just don't feel like Carolina has any any offense at all. Yeah, I just don't know if the Bucks offense the first game out will you know 20, 28 points. Um, but we'll see. They'll be you know if they if they do that, then I'll be very confident in what they do in the playoffs. Because if they show just a little bit of faltering against Carolina, teams are going to see that and they're going to be like, oh, this Tampa Bay team is not scary anymore. So I feel like they have to come out and just blow Carolina out the water just to inspire confidence and to show the other teams, hey, I know we lost three players that are essential to our offense, but we're still going to score points. But if they, you know, even if they just kind of struggle a little bit against Carolina, teams are going to be on notice and it's going to, you know, it's going to affect them. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to be, you know, I have them winning by 10. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a perfect game and and a cakewalk. I think defensively they'll be fine. Um, It wouldn't shock me if if Panthers score less than 13 points. Um, But I think offensively, you know, they're not going to go down the field every single time and and score touchdowns or, or get into field goal position. I think there's going to be, you know, a couple punts there too. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit of a growing pain for the, for the next couple weeks, just dealing with these new newer guys that have to step up at this point. Um, so, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how how well that played. Because I think that's a 1 o'clock game, right? So that should be um, interesting. Uh, the next team we're going to review is the New England Patriots. They lost Saturday night against the Colts. You were there. You saw it. I was there. I saw it right on TV, prime time. They got shot out. I thought they were going to get the goose egg. So what what happened in this game? Because they made it. It was almost like watching the Steelers against the Minnesota game. Where you were like, what are you guys doing? But. Was it an effort? What, what What do you think? What do you think happened this game? Uh, well, I had Colts winning this game, twenty seven seventeen. They won twenty four to nineteen. I thought again that the Patriots, in terms of what their offense um, is right now, especially without Damian Harris playing uh, in this game that they would struggle a little bit, and that's exactly uh, what they did. Um, now, they got it going in the second half, and Colts didn't do really anything to put the game away. Um, but, you know, it, 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 they just the Colts just kept running the ball over and over and over and over again. Um, and, you know, there were times when the Patriots were able to get some stops, but they, it didn't stop the Colts from doing it. Carson Wentz was useless. Um, 
you know, five of 12, 57 yards, a touchdown and a pick. He just couldn't, you know, they, I don't know what's going on with, with that team and what the future holds for the Colts, but if you go from Phillip Rivers and you think Carson Wentz is going to take you and lead you in the playoffs, you have to know by now that that's not going to happen. But, you know, thanks to Jonathan Taylor once again with that late run that he, he broke, I think it was 65 yards. Um, he could basically seal the game with that long run. You know, 29 attempts, 170 yards. Um, you know, I, that was just enough, I think, to put the game away, to, to put the cap on it. Because it was 20 to 17, I believe, uh, prior to that run. And, um, you know, for the Patriots... You know, in terms of what they need to do offensively, well, one, they need to get healthy, so Damian Harris needs to get back. Uh, Matt Jones had two picks. He needs to, you know, one I don't think was his fault, if I remember correctly. Um, but, you know, certainly needs to, they need to eliminate some of those mistakes uh, for sure. And, you know, as this is what I'm saying, as you get into the playoffs now, right, uh, and you start to face teams like the Bills or the you know the Ravens or the Chiefs you're not going to go and put up 30 the Patriots are not going to go and put up 30 points so their defense has to play lights out and their offense you know can't make mistakes Uh, that's what happened this week Um, and that's you know that's why they lost well there was this Colts team was not a good matchup for the Patriots there's two teams in the AFC that are not good matches for the Patriots. It's the Colts because they can run the ball, and it's the Ravens because they can run the ball. So those are the two teams. I would say the Titans, but since Derrick Henry's not on the team, he's he's you know we beat him. So, and I would say the Browns, but the Browns have a horrible QB. What about the Chiefs? The Chiefs are not a running team, not yet, anyways. Well, they're not, but I still think they're capable. You know, if I think of the Chiefs' defense, and again, they haven't necessarily been that consistent either. Uh, but they are certainly got some talented players on defense to hold the Patriots to 20 or lower. It's just, you know, can the Patriots' defense hold Kansas City or any team to under 20 points consistently? Well, I'm not in, on Kansas City's bandwagon. I know they won seven games, but it's not like good teams and i'm hoping that the steelers can change that but you know this colts team can definitely run the ball and Mm -hmm. i mean with johnson taylor he proved that he can run the ball they had 275 yards total and out of that it was 226 rushing so it's not like they were passing the ball 54 yards but to me so if i'm bill belichick right i know what i need to do that's the thing. I know what I need to do to beat the Colts. Um, you know, again, eliminate the mistakes on offense and then the defense. You got to do a better job. You know, you, you did an okay job for the most part, but you know it's good, Taylor's going to get the ball. You got to figure out how to stop him from getting that explosive run, at least slow him down and force Wentz to beat you because Wentz, again, he, he almost made some, like, crucial mistakes. Um that's why I think they just said, you know, we're not throwing the ball at all. Um, Bill has to figure out, and I think he will, what can I do to get Wentz to, to have more than 12 attempts or whatever it is he, you know, he finished with, 12 attempts. Um, and so I think, are you saying that the Colts are going to make the playoffs? I, I think they can, they will. Um, 
despite their quarterback, believe it or not, I think they can. Um, but, you know, I think they're going to be one of those teams, you know, in the playoffs that are like, and especially in the AFC, that they're just not impressive. Because um, they're 4-4 four four at home. They're 8-6 total. They're in second place in that division. Um, are they? So I'm going to mention to you three teams, and you tell me if the Colts are better. Are they better than the Chargers? Yes, yes or no? They're about as even, even mm, to me. Even that doesn't answer. Are they <laughs> See, better than even. Buffalo? No. Okay, so Buffalo's in. Are they better than uh, Kansas City? No. Okay, so Kansas City's in. Are they better than the Bengals? Yes I, or no? I would say I would. You know, am I? For what I've seen with the Bengals, I, I would trust the Bengals more than I trust the Colts. Okay, so then are they better than the Ravens? At this point, yes. Because okay. I, I don't know what the hell's going on with not just Lamar. You know, when is he going to be back and healthy? But, you know, there's still a lot of questions about uh, their offense. So, so see, I don't, I don't see the Colts making the playoffs, not unless the Titans all of a sudden just trip on themselves. And the they're very much capable of doing that because they have a tough schedule even though they play the Jaguars so I see first of all NFC North there's only one team coming out of that there's not going to be a, a number two that makes the playoffs but I do feel that either the Buffalo New England those two make it and the Chargers and the Chiefs those two make it so right there that's two playoff scenes and in these one spot so either the Colts are in or the Titans are out or they're both in but that means that only one team makes it out of the north so right now if I look at the playoff standings right now where, where are the Colts uh, overall so the Colts are in fifth place so they're right now in the playoffs right now but you know the Titans are ahead of them. You got the Bengals ahead of them, and those are teams that we think can make the playoffs. We're not sure. I I think I mean the teams that are ahead of them. I think are going to make. So this so this is an important week. This um, is a very important because the Bengals right they win this week. I think they're in automatically because they face the Ravens. So if they beat the Ravens, that gives them nine wins. Um, I think the, regardless of what happens the rest of the way. The Bengals are going to get in. Um, the Colts got a tough schedule, like you said. They do finish with Jacksonville, but they're going to have to to work a little bit uh, just to to fight off uh, the other teams. But I mean, they, this week the Colts face the 49ers, and the 49ers. I feel like everyone is talking about them because they're getting their mojo back, whatever the case might be. They won two games in a row, so I don't know. It's a lot of 49er talk. I think that personally, I think the Colts can beat them, but hey, that's why they play the games. So I think the Colts can beat them, and I think the Titans can lose this game. The Titans are playing who? I think they're playing uh, Thursday night, or no, maybe I'm wrong. It's, it's the Titans that have the 49ers. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the Titans got the 49ers, and I think the 49ers can win. And the Colts guard the Cardinals, and I think the the Colts can win. So, because I don't have a lot of faith in the Cardinals, and now we can talk about 
Kingsbury, he's not going to get coach of the year anymore. <laughs> see, I, I see what you're doing. You want everything to fall into like Belichick's lap. Of course. Um, listen, um, it's going to be hard, especially, like I said, in the AFC, because all these teams are a bunch of okay teams. It's not like the NFC. You got some really, really talented teams that you can see making a, a run. I think in the AFC, um, even the Chiefs, like you said, it's not like they're a perfect team. Uh, yeah, they're knocked off seven straight, but you know there's there's still some you know question marks on on offense, especially. Um, but in the uh, you know the Colts, yeah, sure they can they can blow it and miss the playoffs, but they can very much pull off a, a win or two. I think they feel like finish with Jacksonville uh, and get in. Um, I think Cincinnati's going to get in. I I do because you know and I I didn't think so at the beginning of the year, obviously. But I think just watching them this season, their defense um, is good enough uh, to get them in. And Jamar Chase is so special, and Burrow is so good. If they can, if he can get some protection, uh, I think they'll find a way to 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 get in. Um, you know, I, I'd be more concerned if I'm the Ravens. I'm certainly concerned if I'm the Browns. I don't, I don't, you know, I think it's a long shot for them to be to make it. I do see. You said AFC North. I I, I do see t- potentially two teams making it. Um, wow! To really wow, yeah. with what record? With you know, maybe nine wins. You two teams that go nine and nine and seven will make the playoffs. I'm from the same division. I don't think so. So I mean, again, it comes down to the schedule, right? So the Patriots have nine wins now. They go. They play the Bills at eight and six. Mm-hmm. Both teams could be nine and six at the end of the week, and we'll get to predictions in a little bit for this game. Right, so they're nine and six, and the Patriots. Who they have left after that? The Jaguars and then Miami. So let's say they split that. Ten wins. Ten wins. All right. Ten wins. They're in. They lead the division. They're in. You know, I don't know what the Bills are going to do if they win this week. For example, uh, like I said, that gives them nine. But you know, they they got the Falcons and Jets, so I would think they would get in. So that's two teams right there. Um, I don't see the Dolphins getting in, even if they beat uh, the Patriots. So, you know, because they got happening. seven wins right now, right. so you're giving them eight wins and they're out. Yeah. So, Tennessee and the Colts, I think, is where it kind of comes down to. The Chargers, because right I'm, now the the Titans are nine wins and the Colts got eight wins. So you're saying that if the Colts win, they go nine and six. And then they play this Jags, so they go ten and six. And I don't know who else they play after that, but I mean, you these two teams are destined to get ten Ws automatically. I don't, I don't think it's automatic. Uh, that they the Titans still play the Jags, and the Jags are a mess. Yeah, but again, the Titans haven't. We just beat the Titans. The Steelers just beat the Titans. So yeah, they got nine wins, but. You know what's the state, uh, you know, that they're in now. If they go out tomorrow, lose uh, to the 49ers, you got the Dolphins. That's not a gimme. Yeah, the Texans might be a gimme win. And honestly, even with David Mills, the way he's can play from time to time, I, I don't know. You know, the Titans are not that good. Is what I'm saying. I know, but they're good enough to beat the Texans. You're propping up the Texans. I, and they, I'm not trying. I'm just bar- saying it's not automatic. I think right? the Texans are they, automatic. If they go one and two, these next two games, that wouldn't necessarily. That would be ten and seven, 
and you don't think that that makes it because you're giving the north a win two teams are nine and seven making it but this this team going ten and six won't so, so if if the Steelers somehow <laughs> we'll, get, get, we'll get to the Steelers but see what I'm trying to tell you is NFC North one team don't try to squeeze two teams out of the a- NFC, AFC North. North. AFC NFC North, North. Mm-hmm. one team whoever the winner of that division gets a playoff I don't think two teams kind of come out of that division unless the Titans absolutely blow it and they just go 0-3 the rest of the way which we don't see that happening now with the Texans uh, and the Colts are definitely can beat the Cardinals and you know whoever the other two poo-poo uh, uh, teams are on that division so let's going back to the Patriots so you know what I started to say was the Colts and the Ravens were two are too bad AFC foes because they run the ball a lot and this team even though they have a good secondary and a good pass rush it's not really meant it's not really meant to stop the team and I think Bill knows that and I think the penalties also didn't help out a lot uh, how many penalties they had they had five penalties for 50 yards is that yeah eight penalties for 50 yards so they just played a bad team a bad bad you know bad coach everything you can say and even when uh mac jones was interviewed after the game he said you know the team just felt bad for for themselves what what are you trying to say you got a bye week you had plenty of time to prepare basically this was uh it was a good loss to a good team maybe even a great team if they make the playoffs and i think that they're gonna recalibrate and be like you know what we can't make these same mistakes Mm -hmm. against the bills and i don't see them two weeks in a row making those same mistakes so my prediction is that they win a close one uh it's it's uh two and a half right now so i i say new england 21 the bill 17 what say you it's at home it's at gillette stadium uh buffalo seeking revenge so what do you say buffalo is not going to make the same mistake they made the first time against the patriots um where they you know opted not to run at all you know, even with their quarterback, um, not to use him in the run game uh, whatsoever. And they had every chance to beat the Patriots. To me, they just didn't play a, a good offensive system um, against the Pats the first time. I don't think they're going to make that mistake again. Uh, I think the Bills are going to come out and beat the Patriots. I think it's going to be a close game, and I do think it's going to be low scoring. Um, you know, uh, I think the Bills' defense is is pretty good. Um, they pro- they're not as physical. That's what happened the last game too, right? So depending on if Damian Harris plays or not, that's going to make a difference uh, because you know Patriots' all O line is really physical. They got to figure that out. The Bills will, but I got the Bills winning this, um, 17 to 14 um, this time. And and a lot of you know a lot of it too is is because the Bills need to win. This is a must win, I think. At this point, the playoffs start today. Um, 
they got to win this game. So I think the Bills gonna, are going to pull it out. I think Josh Allen's going to have a huge game. Uh, not a good game. I think he's going to have a, a really huge – I think he might rush for, you know, 80, 90, 100, 100 yards um, against them and also throw – Wow. A hundred yards. You're going out on a limb here. You're you're saying that Josh Allen's gonna have the game of the century. A hundred yards rushing. Wow. Uh, well, it's not the game of the century, and he has rushed for a hundred before. <laughs> not against so, the Patriots. Okay, but he. But what I'm saying is, I think they'll use him much more in the running game with designed runs, uh, which they didn't do at all uh, the last time around. Um, and he'll figure out how to to. I know this guy's out. What's his name for the Bills on COVID? Um, Stefan Diggs? No. Beasley? Beasley. Um, but, you know, uh, Diggs will step up. Uh, the rest of the guys will step up. They don't have a lot, right, On you know, in terms of receivers. Um, but I think they'll, you know, he'll do a, a, just enough. I think he'll do pretty well passing. But I, I think it's more so with what he does with his legs. That's going to drive him. Well, right now, Vegas has New England favored by two and a half mm-hmm. with a 43-point over and under. Um, and be- now, Vegas not always right, but they know who who the favors. And I think that uh, they got this one right. I think, you know, as I mentioned, the same mistake that we saw against the Colts, we're not going to see against the Bills. Especially the penalties, especially the... Uh, you know offensive linemen running into players it was just you know it was just a bad bad game bad game all around uh so the next team that we're gonna talk about is your Pittsburgh Steelers which we actually thought that they were gonna lose against the Titans but they ended up winning mm-hmm. so what happened? Why did the Steelers all of a sudden show life? Well, two reasons. TJ Watt and Joe Hayden. Um, that's what it came down to, right? It's our defense. Uh, those guys playing were this previous games. Hayden's been, you know, he's missed quite a few games uh, up until this last game. He made, you know, he made the, the critical stop at the end. Uh, he, he did, you know, Hayden had a great game. Um, that, that was really what, you know, I think made the difference, you know, because offensively, Steelers didn't do much of anything. So, um, you know, I, I think defensively, we need to step up every game and keep keep our team in it. Um, and that's, you know, that's what happened this week against uh, the Titans. Um, you know, and Titans, again, aren't at full strength. So it it doesn't really surprise me. Uh, I, you know, I had Pittsburgh losing, uh, but only losing by two. I had a 22-20 game, um, you know, and it was, you know, they ended up winning 19-13. to So they almost got to, to 20 points. You know, it's just that the Steelers' defense stepped up more than I thought they would. Uh, be, and again, because of, of uh, those guys playing, like I just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think that, uh, I mean, I had the Steelers winning 17. No, 14, uh, 17 to 14, losing, excuse me, 17 to 14. And it was the other way around. They won 19 to 13. Uh, I mean, Deontay Foreman still had 108 yards rushing. I think he's kind of a stud. I don't know how uh, 
you know, one one year behind Derrick Henry, I guess you're well, just playing second fiddle, basically. Yeah, I don't know where he was last year either. I don't know if he was on the team or not, but he was at Houston at some point. Uh, he played for the Texans for a while. He may have just got cut this year and ended up on their roster, but. But four turnovers, four turnovers, four turnovers by the Titans will do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they basically what they lost this game basically. There was a, a good defense by the Pittsburgh Steelers and bad offense by the Titans. Would you say that? Uh, yeah, ex- well, definitely. Because um, Tannehill was horrendous. He was he was okay. You know, 153 yards passing. That's not good. <laughs> no, it's not. But look what I rather have. I rather have him. No than, touchdowns. One interception. Who, who would you rather have, Tannehill or Carson Wentz? Uh, Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, Carson <laughs> Wentz. Is, Carson Wentz went five of twelve. So that's what I'm saying. It's not 23 or 32. Yeah, he didn't throw for a lot of yards. Yeah, he had a pick. Um, and it wasn't his best game, uh, but again, who is his, who are his receivers right now? I think Chester Rod- Rogers is his best receiver. So it's not like Julio and AJ Brown are out there. So and Julio Jones was out there. Was he? Yeah, he had he was out. There, he was targeted one time, and I don't know if he's not a hundred percent or he just was kind of like a decoy. Then he wanted to run him out there, but I mean. The Titans are not a good team without Derrick Henry. They just not. And without Julio Jones, 100%. Without AJ Brown out there doing his thing, they just not a good team. Uh, can they win? Can they win the division though? Tennessee. Yeah. We're having that conversation again. <laughs> well, because I mean, the Colts are like, you know, I I think they're up and comers, right? See. I want to say yes, but I don't trust them because, like, eventually someone's going to say, figure out how to stop uh, them from running, and then they're going to force him, you know, to make a play. He's going to have his games where he has, like, two or three dumbass plays. Have, talking about Carson Wentz? Yeah, Carson Wentz. and have some turnovers. Uh, that's going to cost them the game. So I can't say that I'm that confident um, in them. I, I just trust Tannehill more. I trust the coaching staff for Tennessee a little bit more. Um, I think the Steelers, especially Steelers defense, was just a bad matchup for them. Um, and, you know, they can potentially bounce, you know, bounce back and, and you know, win two out of the next three games to get in. Okay. I, oh, I would say this then about Tennessee. All they need to do in the next three games is win one. One game and they limp into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they might... There's, all, all signs say that they'll get Derrick Henry back, but you're limping into the playoffs, and that's usually not a good sign when you're limping into the playoffs. Uh, the Steelers are 7-6-1, and one, and they moved up two slots from 11th place in the playoffs to, uh, what number are they? They're ninth, so they move up two, two spots. Can they still make the playoffs is what I'm asking Believe it or not, yes. Yeah. So they're not mathematically out of it for sure. Um, even if they lose this game against Kansas City, they finish with the Ravens and the Browns. And those are games you obviously need to win. So if they go 2-1 and one, and somehow, like, the Bengals falter. Um, if they go 2-1, and one, that would be a 9-7 nine and, nine and seven, 
971. Mm-hmm. 9-7-1. So can they get in the playoffs with 9-7-1? Oh, it's that one tie. <laughs> that one tie against Detroit can basically say you're out. It, it could be them getting in. Because, again, the Bengals, they got the Ravens. And let's assume the Bengals win. You know, that they still need to win another game. Like, all of these teams need to win two games to guarantee a spot, for sure. Um, all of these teams need to win two games to get in. The Browns need to win out and have, you know, they, they, they're all playing each other, so the Browns can, can jump back into it. Um, but, you know, I think the Steelers... So, the st- so each, each team, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Steelers need, to, need two victories. I think so. Well, if the Bengals get two victories, they would go ten and seven, and they yep. will win out the division. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens, which the record is eight and six, if they get if they go two and seven, I don't think they will win the division because right now they're one and three. They're one and three in the division. Well, I I don't think it's possible for those teams two teams to get two wins because they play each other. So. Again, this week, for example, the Bengals have the Ravens, so one of them is going to lose automatically this week to start with. Um, so I don't think it's going to be possible for all of these teams to get two wins. Um, so that's not going to happen. Whoever doesn't get two wins are potentially going to be sitting on the outside looking in. Um, you know, whether that's the Steelers, the Ravens, the Bengals, you know, if they can't get two wins, there's a potential that they're going to be on the outside looking in. So the Steelers play the Chiefs, which probably the hottest team in the league right now. They got seven consecutive wins. Do you think the Steelers can beat the Chiefs? Yes or no? Because you are very, uh, very confident in the chat this morning. Uh, so can they beat them? Yes or no? I'm confident because... Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill are on the COVID list. I'm confident if this game is played on Sunday, is it? Is it a yeah, Sunday, Sunday game? 4 o'clock. I'm confident if they keep the game at on Sunday and those two guys cannot play, I'm confident we have a chance. I still I still think we're the underdog, regardless of if they play or not. Uh, but I'm confident we have a chance. I think I saw it at seven and a half it was eight this morning it was ten two days ago ten and a half two days ago so, so that could mean i mean let's say they move the game from sunday to let's say tuesday then I, we're out <laughs> then there's no chance because it, it that would make potentially kelsey and hill back and you know we're going to be out so right now it's seven and a half with the 44 over and under so Let's say they they play the game at four twenty five. There's no change in the schedule. What what do you predict happening? I think I predict a close game, and I'm actually changing the score right now as we speak. I think it's a, another low scoring game. I think it has to be for the Steelers to have a chance. I'm going to say I'm not going to say they win because uh, again I don't want to jump every time I jump into believing in them they let me down so I'm going to say they lose uh, and it's going to be 18 to 15 18 to 15 they lose yeah they, they'll figure out how to if Mahomes don't have Kelsey and Hill 
this is a kind of a weird score. How 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 are they? How is Casey getting eighteen points? Oh, who who cares? <laughs> you want to make this it is very random. <laughs> I've never seen a score. This is a weird score. It's, it's easy. One touch or two touchdowns, right? Okay. A field goal. And <laughs> what? Two, two touch- touchdowns and a field goal. That's 17 points. And then and they go for two one of those times. Oh. There you go. Okay. So, so you're saying that they can score not only two touchdowns, an extra point play, and a field goal? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of points. So 15 to 18 it's why you're saying if there's no change, Terry Kill is out, Kelsey's out. Mm-hmm. They still lose. I think Mahomes will, without weapons, and Mahomes even with the weapons, let me just say this, right? Mahomes has not been the same player, even with his weapons. Without those guys, I think the Steelers have a chance. I think they can force Mahomes into some mistakes. They got to stop him from getting out of the pocket and running. They got to get to him. I think TJ... Um, you know, and, and the rest of the guys will get to him. Now, Devin Bush is not playing. Another linebacker is uh, also not playing. They're on the COVID list. So uh, that's a little bit of a concern. But I think if we can force Mahomes to make uh, a turnover or two, uh, if he throws like two picks um, this game, um, then then we have a chance to win. Um, now, I'm still saying it's a chance. We, we He could throw two picks and we still lose because our offense does shit, which, you know, they have done the last god knows how many games um but i think you know that's gonna be the type of game it's gonna be low scoring i think we're gonna hold mahomes uh you know to to make some mistakes but at the end we're still not gonna be able to do enough offensively to win the game uh i i'm i'm in agreement with you as it's gonna be a low scoring game but i actually am gonna pick pittsburgh to win uh, I was originally going to say 24 to 14, but now I'm going to change it to 17 to 14 uh, Pittsburgh win. And I think that it's going to be, you know, it's basically going to play out like it always does. Pittsburgh doesn't That's score mm-hmm. for the first half, but the defense is good enough that they can hold Kansas City to maybe a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Six you know, points. You know, Six points, yeah, seven yeah. Half yes, let's say that, and then all of a sudden, I don't know. They just they do like they always do. They just make mm-hmm. it a third and fourth quarter comeback. Mm-hmm. But I think that Kansas City has uh, petulance to turn the ball over. I, I haven't seen a clean game yet. Mm-hmm. Even when they blow other teams out, they still have a turnover too in, right. in them. So, mm-hmm. and you know, as a Patriots fan, I really despise. Kansas City more than I do Pittsburgh so I do have them as a victory even though I had them as a uh, a loss last week but I think that they're gonna come through I, I think that this one is gonna end the streak mm-hmm. people are gonna get off the Kansas City bandwagon uh, and it's also it's gonna be my uh, upset special so I'm also picking them to win over Kansas City uh, with that final score, 17 to 14. Now, if they win, and before I get to my upset special, if 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 you think the Steelers win this game, right? They got the Browns next, and they finish with the Ravens. That's what I'm saying. They beat if they figure out how to beat Kansas City, 
I think they're better than the Browns. I don't know what the Browns will have come next week. Regardless, I think they're better than the Browns. Well, you better not lose to the Browns because that was uh, two that years in a row. They <laughs> knock us out. Um, yeah. Yeah, you better not lose to the Browns. And I predicted that this team can make it with nine victories, uh, which would be eight and seven, right? If they beat Kansas City. So they all, all they need to do is beat the Browns or beat the Ravens. Uh, if they go through it, no, then they might get they might win they might win the division with ten victories, right? So, uh, and I really really want to get Pittsburgh on the road uh, against another one of these foes. I I, I really want to see Pittsburgh making it. Basically, what I'm trying to say, not because they can make it to the Super Bowl, just because. This will be a very interesting game where they do nothing for the first half and then all of a sudden they like wake up. I don't know. What what do you think Mike Tomlin is thinking? You know, because he knows he has no offensive line whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So what do you think is the game plan? Well, I would I would want them to come out and do something different, like go no huddle. Like I think everyone's been screaming that for a while. Let's come up with some energy. And go no huddle and get stuff stuff go, going, but you know they haven't been able to do that. And you know, if I listen to to Mike, uh, his you know weekly updates uh, every Tuesday, I think you know they've been asking him that. And part of the reason they they can't do that is because the, the first couple of drives they aren't able to get things going, so it's hard to go no huddle. I think a lot of it though is Big Ben doesn't necessarily trust the offensive line to protect him. Big Ben is not always uh, on the same page with his receivers. Those, you know, the receivers are young. So when you're struggling uh, to protect and you, you have receivers that you can't necessarily, you don't have that chemistry with, it's hard to do fourth quarters of up-tempo offense um, and get things going. I think that's that's why they haven't done it. But, you know, I think they at, need, at some point need to try to do it. Um, and they need to get things going early on in the game to take some pressure off off of the defense because what they're doing now has not worked for like 10 games straight or how many ever games straight uh, at this point. So they need to do something uh, different uh, offensively. But, you know, my guess is they won't, uh, and they'll be down at half. It'll be 7 to nothing, or, you know, 7 to 3 or 10 to 3 or something like that, and they'll claw their way back in. But you know potentially come up short is what what my guess is at this point but you know if they do figure out a way to win this week you know i think they beat the browns because i don't think the browns are that good uh, now i don't think it's gonna be a blowout but i think they can beat the browns and i think they can beat the ravens um you know that's why i say it's mathematically they're not out and they can they still have a chance am i 100 percent you know what's my confidence level it's not that great because the offense hasn't done anything, um, but the defense gives me a little bit of hope. Of hope. Yeah, I, I still like the defense. It's just the, the offense is just terrible. Uh, so who who's your upset special for this week? So this I'm going. This is a stretch. I'm going to tell you right, that right off the bat. Um, I'm going with the Cowboys against the Washington football team with whoever the hell their quarterback is. Uh, this week, that's eleven. 
Cowboys are favored by 11 points to 47 over and under. Yeah. And you, and you like Washington at at Dallas. Yes. That's my upset pick. Now, would I put money on this? No. But I just, it, you know, it's a divisional game, which are always generally close. Um, and for whatever reason, and you and I have talked about this, Dak does not look the same, right? He went from an MVP candidate to not even being part of the conversation the last like four or five weeks because uh, he's just not been playing well. I think something's bothering him, um, and I think that continues this week against Washington. And I think you know Washington's going to be able to keep it close and potentially you know pull out pull out the upset. So I have Washington winning. It is a, a ten and a half or eleven point spread but i'm gonna say washington wins 23 to 21 i know that you know i actually dallas fell out they're not even in the top five passing they're not even in the top five rushing they they fell off hard i don't know why they you know they're just in a bad division they keep winning so i'm not you know i'm not disagreeing with you on that one so give me the final score again uh, I'm going to say uh, Washington will win 23 to 21. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see that, you know, I don't think I think you might be close on that one. I think you might actually I know it's it's a uh, way way underdog, but you know, I don't Dallas is not doesn't inspire a lot of confidence in me. Not the way that at the beginning of the year where they were scoring 30 points a game and mm-hmm. you know, they were passing like there was no tomorrow. I I don't, you know. Yeah, they Dallas was one of those teams that I was like scared for the Bucks to play. You know, have to face in the playoffs just because you know that's how much confidence I had in Dak. You saw the first game, right? When you know, or was it the first or second game when the Bucks played played them? How great of a game that was! Yeah, they, they, the Cowboys lost, but it was a shootout. Yeah, it was a shootout. That's what they're capable of doing. Having said that. They have not done that the last four or five weeks or so. And I don't know what it is because the receivers are back, right? Um, Zeke, he's not 100% healthy. I know that. Um, their other running back is, I think, out. Uh, that's probably what's driving that a little bit of that too. But Dak himself just not has not looked that great the last few weeks. Um, so I think something's going on there with him. And, um, yeah, you know, if he, if he has a, a mediocre game, or if they force him into like a turnover or two, two, they they can pull this game off. Yeah, I mean they're ten and four. They have a pretty good record there, four zero in the division, eight and one in the conference. So they're definitely beating teams. It's just that they're not doing it. They're not doing it how you think. That was a, a horrible car. That car needs to be like be shut out. <laughs> uh, they're just not doing it how you think they would be doing it, right? So I mean they and they so they these teams faced each other a couple weeks ago, right? Um, Dallas won 27 to 20. But they gave up, you know, 20 points. You know, their defense did. So there's questions about how consistent their defense can play good. They can play good, right? Diggs uh, and the the rookie whatever his name is, that's up for Mike Parsons. Parsons. Um they're good players, but how consistent can they be? You know, if they give up 20 points again, you know, will, will Dak be able to keep up with them? 
um, because that last game they got up 18 to nothing and then uh, they, you know it looks like they scored six more so it was what 24 to nothing that they were winning and they almost you know lost so well I was I was looking at the splits and because the, the splits kind of tell you where the defense and offense is so right now they're plus 108 they they have the third best defense in the league as far as points is concerned right so i feel like they are outscoring the the offense the the offense is outscoring the defense and vice versa whatever but it's just i don't see that first of all they're in a horrible division and and it's just not you know not consistent because it's not against good teams yeah, they're taking advantage of the teams that they're playing. Yes. Uh, the Giants, you know, Washington football team, they're not elite teams. Um, you know, so you know, they, they've been fortunate in, you know, in that aspect. Um, but it's not to say Dallas isn't good. I think they are good. But, some, you know, something's up with that back and they need to fix that. And, you know, give the defense like two or three more years. Let them get like four or five more players that can step up. Now, and then you then I'll start talking about how good their defense is. Uh, I just don't think they're there yet. I think they're good. They can make some plays and win some games, but they're just not there yet. Um, and then offensively, I you know, in terms of talent, they're probably to me third, you know, to the Bucks and, and the Rams offensively. Um, they're that they're that good. Uh, they just haven't played that well uh, offensively. Dak has had t- turnovers, and he's just not seeing the field, or you know. So, yeah, I mean, they have a three-game winning streak right now. Um, yeah, I think this game, it's either put up or shut up because I don't know. Do they play the Eagles down the line? Because the Eagles are looking very uh, frisky lately. Yeah, how about my, you know, my Jalen Hurts, you know, oh, I've been a big fan, huge fan of Jalen Hurts. He's one of those guys I wish the Steelers would have uh, drafted. Um, he is for sure not polished yet. You know, he still has a lot of work, but he's, you know, carrying that team. And he's not, he doesn't have, you know, he seems to make a lot of mistakes um, still because it is, is only really his second year. Uh, but the Eagles overall, I think their future looks bright. Um you know, I think they can get some more weapons. Um, Jalen can can use some more experience. Um, they got a bright future. I mean, the Eagles are in playoff contention right now. If they win another game, because you're looking at the Cowboys, Green Bay, Bucks are automatically in. But then, you know, Minnesota and the Eagles, they have the same record. The Saints, they have the same record. So, I mean... I'm telling you, the Eagles, then they can run the ball like there's no tomorrow. So, I mean, and they, they right now they have a two-game win streak. Yeah, I, I, it's not a cakewalk, I would say, in that division. Uh, Washington and New York, I mean, I just, uh, I, you know, I like your pick, but then, again, it is Washington. So, uh, is there anything else that you want to talk about we are we're over the one hour mark anything else that jumps out at you no i think at this point <laughs> next week will either be all of us will be happy uh or we'll be in tears uh, because if the if my prediction is true and the bills beat the pats and 
you know, the Steelers go down. Uh, um, listen, it took you seven. It took you eight weeks to get a prediction right. So you know, a broken clock is right one time a day. So it's it's all right. It's all right. I know how you picked. Well, actually, no, because it, you did pick Patriots to win over Carolina. So it wasn't seven consecutive weeks. But I know there was many weeks where you did not want the Patriots winning. And again, you're doing it again. But it doesn't matter. I think the Bills are going down. And if we go to 10 and 5, we jump back on top of the AFC if the Steelers beat the, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if the Chiefs win and the uh, Patriots lose, where do you drop to at that point? Well, I think we, we might be in third. I don't know. Because it all depends on the times, right? The yeah. times, it all depends on that. It's just too many teams to, to you know, predict. Mm-hmm. If we win and they lose and they lose and we win, and I'm not that. What's his name? Konecki, that guy on mm-hmm. NBC that does all the all the figures. I'm not that guy. So uh, let's just watch the games. Well, first of all, let me wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will should go up on the 23rd, and then uh, and then we have uh, Christmas, right? Uh, and then we'll record another one before New Year's. Uh, where are you going to be watching the games at home? Most likely. I'm going to be on the road to Bradenton, Florida. Uh, but it's okay because, you know, I can I have the capabilities to watch the Patriots wherever I go. So it doesn't matter. Put me in the middle of nowhere and I will still watch the Patriots. Uh, did your uh, did your wife make any coquito? That's the plan. She has the uh, bottles ready, um, but she hasn't made them yet. I think she's we're hitting the uh, supermarket tomorrow to get all that stuff uh, together. So that's 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 the plan for uh, Christmas Eve, and I'm sure New Year's Eve as well. Yeah, so we're gonna celebrate. Like it's 1999 And then you know hopefully The Steelers win The Patriots win And uh, the uh, The Bucks get back in order Because ultimately I do want to see uh, Tampa against New England Super Bowl That would be awesome uh, You know you know, Goodell wants that too Oh I'm sure he does I'm sure he does Anything to drive drive up the ratings right mm-hmm. uh, with that being said we're gonna wish you all a good night and peace out peace happy holidays go Steelers thanks again for listening please send your questions and or suggestions to shut your mouth podcast that's Shut YM podcast at gmail.com. You can always reach us via Twitter at Shut Your Mouth Podcast or DM us at the gram at Shut Your Mouth Podcast. Again, S H U T Y M Podcast. Until next time, see ya. Peace. <laughs>